Star Wars Action News is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Star Wars toys, as well as Marvel, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Star Wars Action News' coverage at the Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim, California. Hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Be sure to go to SWActionNews.com where you can see videos and photos from the show floor and chat about the convention with other listeners in our forums. podcast from the collector's stage. I am Artie, co-host of Star Wars Action News. I am Marjorie. Hello, I'm Daryl. And I'm Andrew. Other brother Daryl is not here today. No one gets that. And we are here to talk about the collecting at Celebration Anaheim. Who here hasn't bought anything? Who here has escaped breaking out their wallet? Okay, who here spent $100 or more? $100 or more? All right, a lot of hands. 200 or more? 500 or more? 1,000? Oh. 1,500? Maybe. (laughs) No, no, I'm actually sitting around six. 1500? 1500? Wait, wait. You're not sitting around 6000. We got 6, 000, two at 1500. Anyone over 2000? Very cool. Well, we're here to just kind of talk about how collecting has been. Andrew, let's go down the line. What have, what have you been buying at con at celebration? Uh, <clears throat> uh, well, I got the Lego exclusive. That was pretty exciting. That was one of the biggest stress item for me this con was making sure I got that Lego exclusive. The line was great. On the first day, they weren't handing out tickets or anything. It was just this massive mob of people, and they were manually going down the line counting how many people were in line. So I was really nervous, but I got it. So that was the, the, the first thing. And then uh, I got the uh, uh, micro collection book by Gus and Duncan. Nice, so I'm, nice. I'm uh, excited about that. Um, other than that, my, my wife got a, uh, some of the pins from the store. Uh, the, the the mad pins. <laughs> Which was harder to get, the pins or the Legos? The Legos, okay. for me, personally. Now, do you collect Star Wars Legos, or was it the fact that this was the homestead, or was it the fact that it was exclusive that got you on the Legos? Well, Legos is one of my, I don't know, 20 focus collections. <laughs> uh, so that was... Uh, probably the main reason because I've, I've got all the other celebration exclusive um, sets that they've done so wow. uh, I needed to get this one too. How many of you had to get on eBay? Only a couple only a couple Daryl what about you? What have you been buying? Uh, I've managed to pick up quite a few card backs that I was missing uh, I also uh, 
kind of expanded my emperor focus, and I did get uh, Lily Letty card back last night as well as a, a figure. It's not mint on card, but it's uh, close enough for me to kind of expand that uh, emperor focus. I'm running out of card backs of that focus to pick up on. <laughs> Um, I was able to get the Lego set as well. I uh, had a friend help me out there. And uh, other than that, uh, just some you know AFA cases to keep my figures nice and fresh and kind of enjoying the con, hanging out with people. Marjorie? I bought some shirts in the store. I bought the Japanese movie print shirt. I bought the Star Wars glow-in-the-dark shirt, but not for the glow-in-the-dark, just because it was a really cool, just plain Star Wars logo. Um, what else did I buy? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's about it. I got my Hallmark ornaments, which is important. And then the itty bitties. And that is all I got. I, I did get gifts, but I did not buy anything. So that's okay. Speaking of gifts, I was able to pick up the sushi set for a certain uh, ginger prince in the UK. So that'll be on its way to you. I picked up some of the Death Star fuzzy dice that... I personally wouldn't have in my car, but one of our staff members, Jerry, wanted that. Flat Jerry could not join us today. Did Flat Jerry get lost? Uh, No, Flat Jerry's still over there. We're just trying to figure out where 3D Jerry is now. Okay. (laughs) But, yeah, the Celebration Store. Anyone have trouble getting through the store in a timely manner? (laughs) All right. Everybody. (laughs) Sound of applause. Who was happy with their store buying experience? Two people. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Out of the entire convention, I believe, two people left happy. That has been a bit of a pain point this weekend. Selling out day two. I happened to get the Force Awakens t-shirt. That was gone day two. Those pins. I knew those pins were going to be crazy. I never expected this amount of crazy. I guess I should have. We're in Anaheim. I've never seen anyone impaled on a peg, but I came close to seeing it in that mad scramble for pins. Yeah, I was there as they opened on Friday morning, and people just knocked down the sign that said closed and ran in and started just hoarding pins. There was a guy that was like supermarket sweep style taking the pins off the peg and just like scooping them into his giant bag. I don't know how they pulled that off with limit one per. I'm sure maybe he had a rude awakening at checkout, but those things have been hoarded here, and I know... A couple people did get full sets. They have all the pins. They have all the pre-pins. They've traded with the st- crew members to get the pins. Some people have pulled off that pin set. More power to them. I wouldn't have gone down that road myself. But that was insane. But, yeah, I've heard of stories of, like, five-hour-long checkouts at the store. Like, two hours to get in because the checkout line is three hours long and you look at the store the store looks empty everybody's standing in line they've gotten what they wanted and but you can't let anybody else in because that checkout line is just so dang long ah uh, sweet memories of celebration three exactly <laughs> that's what i was thinking of I've, i haven't seen one this problematic with checkout since then And I think some of it comes down to familiarity of checkout clerk with the item. Because I had to explain every item to the lady checking me out. And I didn't buy that much. I bought the fuzzy dice. I bought the postcards. I bought a few shirts. It's amazing how not that much became $400. But really, it all fit in one small bag. So, 
she had to go get management to figure out the price of one of the items. Like, was it the custom shirt that was the problem? Yeah, they didn't know how to ring up the custom shirt. So that has been, I bet, a bit of a nightmare. And then, of course, when you can't get in, then you can't get the stuff. They've been running out of sizes of shirts. We're recording this on Saturday afternoon, and just out of a lot of sizes, out of a lot of styles of shirts, the magnets were pretty much gone, the uh, pins. What else have we heard about? The, the sock monkeys even were getting low stock. Yeah, there was only like two shelves left of the sock monkey, the Chewbacca sock monkey, when I was there this morning. And it, w- it was pretty slim pickings. And I think that goes to the incredible attendance here at Celebration. I mean, this is a massive crowd. Trying to walk around the floor today. No, it's not Comic-Con, but it is the most packed celebration I've seen. I have never been in my life at a building where they'd only let so many people on the escalator at a certain time. And you'd have to, like, queue at the escalator to get to the next floor. I've, that makes me wonder about the safety of the escalator, but I have not seen this many people, and I think The Force Awakens has a lot to do with that. I think it's awakened the fandom and gotten everybody here at Celebration. I've done some shopping, mostly today. I happened to finally get in. I mean, not just the store. Exclusives across the board have been a pain to get this convention, unlike any I've seen. I, it's been years since Gentle Giant did their raffle system, and I hated the Gentle Giant raffle system. But sure enough, I found myself in line today, reaching my hand into a Ziploc baggie for a ticket, and it was like... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I happened to pick the blue ticket. I was able to get a Macquarie minibus. I didn't even know if I wanted this. I still don't know if I want this, but damn it, it's so hard to find. I own it. (laughs) And I waited in line for about an hour and a half to get into Funko as I watched. And it tells you, the Jedi Master, Jedi Knight tickets are worth it because those people get in, they get what they want. I, when they first started doing this, when Reed started doing the convention, I'm like, who would pay $400 for admission to a con? People who don't want to pay $400 on eBay for their stuff, that's who would pay the $400 for admission to the con because they got in there. The Hikari Boba Fett was gone before I could even get around the corner to see in the booth. Uh, the If you were looking for the... What is that? Shogun. Shogun Boba Fett. The boat didn't come in. And they ran out of those yesterday. They had, I think, 20 yesterday. I don't know if those will show up again. I did see a kid carrying one around today, though. Today? Well, yeah, you could go to a booth and get it for 500 That's true. So I know that it has been absolutely crazy. They even sold out of one of the exclusive pops. I was able to get the E-3PO, the Shock Trooper, the Unmasked Vader... But the R2 unit was gone, completely gone, gone for the weekend. But you wait in line that long, you end up with things like a glitter clone trooper. But I love that because he's stars and they're glittery and it's amazingly awesome. He, he really is gorgeous, gorgeous Marjorie. It's like a disco clone. Totally. It is like my John Travolta clone. I... It goes back to Celebration 3. I haven't had this experience in a long time of being in a line so long that I'm just going to buy stuff for the sake of never facing the line again. But this Greedo, I mean, I collect Greedos. I like Greedos. I don't know that I like this Greedo so much, but I was on the fence. This thing is not selling, by the way. You can go and buy this Greedo right now. They have scores of this Greedo. This is the one Funko item that people can get. I'm like, it's probably going to go on clearance. I bought it. What is it about it that you don't really like? 
It's the muted colors. Yeah. I have a better one. They've already released the metallic colors that are movie, and it's very shiny, very metallic. This one looks kind of ruddy. It looks kind of like a lawn ornament that had tarnished too long, <laughs> you know. And I mean, it's $80 of soft vinyl that is repainted five different times. So, you know, five paint jobs, $400. All right. You know, it's kind of the moral of the thing. <laughs> but... There's been some good shopping, though. I'm, I'm pr happy with the vendors here. If you're looking for older stuff, if you're looking for, you know, the any vintage figures, there have been a lot of the vintage figures. I'm surprised at the prices, but they're fair prices. The prices of Star Wars collectibles is going up again after a period of decline, and especially the gentle giant jumbo figures. I got the Macquarie. If you won the lottery, you get to choose which one item to buy. I didn't even have a choice. The droids were sold out, but... The jumbo figures, what did we see? Was the hammerhead 160? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So quite a bit of inflation on that, but a lot of vendors down there on the floor. Of course, the hotel sales last night were a blast. That was over at the Hilton, if any of you went, where the high-end collectors kind of brought out their foreign wares. If you didn't go, tonight is an even bigger event. Here in this room, the collector's swap meet where you're going to see all kinds of things but i bought some proof cards from power of the force 2 last night i bought a japanese han solo and carbonite that's like an inch and a half tall but the guy only wanted three dollars it was japanese okay yeah that's where i picked up my lily Letty's at and you bought me a jar jar proof card yeah an episode one jar jar proof card from red backing. It was kind of interesting to see that out there. And believe it or not, you'd think you would be the only person in the world to want that Jar Jar Proof card. But I not only went three more people down, as somebody went, oh man, he got the Jar Jar card. I was waiting for the seller to go down on the price. So Maybe they just collected proof cards. That's correct. But they <laughs> wanted the Jar Jar card even though. Beyond that, of course, The Force Awakens, they came out with so much news of that. There's the incredible line to get into the museum exhibit across the way here. I mean, that line is about three hours itself and pretty much capped. Has anyone been able to make it in? A few hands. Is it worth the wait? Everybody is not. Oh, one, one dissenter. <laughs> but most people are saying it's worth it, and of course, Battlefront. Did you get to watch that trailer? Uh, I had to wait to see it once it got posted online. I think it looks cool. I mean, it's all in-engine footage, so I mean, that's basically going to be what the gameplay looks like. Um, I'm actually more excited about the first downloadable content that you can get that's actually going to explain the Star Destroyer that you see at the beginning of that trailer for Episode 7. So I'm really looking more to the story elements that it's going to introduce. Yeah, that's a couple of bonus levels, isn't it? It's not like the game isn't right. that. It's bonus levels that will tell you about the Battle of Jakku. Yeah, it's the, fir the first, uh, first downloadable content. If you, I think if you pre-order it for the PlayStation, uh, you get that first piece of downloadable content for free. Um, and you also get it a week early before it's actually released. So, Very cool, and... I mean, we kind of talked about it on our first celebration show, but now that we've had a couple days to watch it about a thousand times, where is everyone sitting with the trailer? Uh, I've still only seen it about three times. I think that Ooh. first panel was uh, 
was kind of uh, helping out a little bit and didn't pay that much attention to it really. And when I was standing in line for Lego, it was the first time I actually got to see the full run of the trailer. And I was like, wait, I didn't see a Millennium Falcon yesterday when I watched this. <laughs> so uh, I thought, uh, yeah, I need to pay a little closer attention. And uh, But I, I liked it. Uh, they did, you know, with throw, throwing... Uh, Han and Chewie in there, it definitely added a little bit of flair. We finally got to see, you know, some of the original characters, and it was pretty interesting. I feel like everything that we saw in it is probably from, like, the first 15 minutes of the movie, <laughs> just because of how J.J. is. You know, he's not going to reveal anything about the plot. He's not going to reveal anything that's going to let us nitpicky Star Wars fans sift through and find little grains of information. He's just going to give us what he wants us to see, and I think it's probably just going to be the very beginning of that movie is what we saw. Um, I think there's a couple of interesting things in there. Um, if you listen to what Luke's saying, he says um, he's talking about the force is strong in my family. My father has it, not had it, but has it. That's kind of an interesting little tidbit. Um, yeah. Wait, wait, you're, do you're doing exactly what you just said that JJ thinks it will do. I, well, he's a very smart man, that JJ. <laughs> I think it looks good. I am ready for some actual plot, though. I want to know what the story is going to at least loosely be. I, I agree with that. I'm, I think it looks good. The My father has it. it. Do you think they're doing that just to trick us, though, and make him think we're reusing dialogue from Return of the Jedi? And then when the last line comes in, it's supposed to be a trick that, oh, this is re-recorded dialogue? Well, it all depends on if that line is actually in the movie. Exactly. Right? If, that if that line is in the movie, then no, I don't think they are tricking us. If it's not in the movie, then obviously, yes, they're so, trying to trick us. So you really are analyzing. Yes, and, and no, I'm not a lawyer. I think it looks good. I agree. I want to know some plot. Any movie can look good from a trailer. Wing Commander looks good from a trailer. But that doesn't make it a good film. I want to see it. I want to see more Chewbacca. Did anyone notice it looks like they CGI'd his face for the first time? Yeah, when he moved his mouth, I thought that that looked a little CGI. Maybe he's just had some work done. It's been a while since he's been on screen. but He does look remarkably well for his age. Hair club for Wookiees. Well, 30 years isn't as long when you, you know, you're already 200, so. Yeah, that's true. But that was the opening panel, of course. Right after that, I went to the collectibles panel with FX Collectibles and Ma Gentle Giants, Sideshow was there. Uh, and they kind of moved that. There was supposed to be today. They had switched it over so that it was on Thursday. And not a whole lot of information being revealed. Lucasfilm was there, and they kind of shut down a lot of the questions when asked, you know, will we get prop replicas from Episode 7? No answer. Will the companies up there be making stuff for Episode 7? No answer. Will you be making Legends things? Can you still make Mara Jade stuff or Admiral Thrawn stuff? Well, maybe we're going to respect the history, but we are going to be looking at what we're doing right now at the moment, so it's going to be mostly Force Awakens stuff. But there were some cool reveals. It's kind of funny. It says they can't go forward. They can't go to Episode 7. They're going back. Sideshow Collectibles is now doing a line of Macquarie-style six-inch figures as well as Macquarie-style statues. And if you saw those in their booth, those look pretty amazing. The... Uh, Stormtrooper specifically is something I have to get. That is just an incredible 
incredible statue. And then, I don't know about the Macquarie Vader six-scale figure, though. I mean, it, the two heads are nice, but I think I need to see something more than the prototype with all the parts on that. As long as it doesn't come out for Hot Toys. You have a Hot Toys problem, Andrew. Yes, yes I do. My name is Andrew Harrison, and I have a Hot Toys problem. Although we should be careful, your wife's in the audience. Andrew did see a new, what, five, six, seven hundred dollar addition to the household at the con in the sideshow booth. Like Marjorie said, my wife's in the audience. Let's keep that on the down low. <laughs> yes, the show will be downloaded. That's where we're keeping it. Honey, I love you more than my hot toys. Aww. Aww. I'm obligated to say that. <laughs> and FX Collectibles, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. They're going to be the first company coming out with a fully interactive remote control R2-D2. One-to-one scale. It, you can drive the thing. They did say it will max out your credit card. So I don't know what kind of credit limit they think you have. Is it college student credit limit? Is it you know, Bill Gates credit limit? But it's not going to be cheap or for the faint of heart. And then, Andrew, I know you went to the gaming panel. Oh, the Fantasy Flight panel. Yes. 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 I was thinking video games. But no, yeah, the board game panel. Yeah, that was, uh, that was interesting. It was uh, an hour and a half long, which was a little long for um, what I was actually looking forward to, which was some new reveals. They didn't get to that until, like, the last half hour. They went into a lot of the processes of uh, making the different figures for their miniature games. Uh, so that was kind of cool, seeing the ejection molding process and all that. Uh, but uh, they did release uh, images of uh, Wave 7 for the X-Wing game. Uh, that looks really cool. There's a, a Houndstooth uh, miniature that's coming out that's a really big, chunky ship, and it just looks awesome. That's IG-88s, right? Uh, no, I think it's, it's Bosk, I believe. Bosk, yeah. that's right, yeah. Uh, and there are, uh, they revealed some more figures for the uh, Imperial Assault uh, miniatures game, which is right now my favorite Star Wars game of all time. If you haven't played Imperial Assault, you should be playing Imperial Assault. It is that good. Yes, it's $100. You can find it a little bit cheaper online for like 75 or something like that. Pick it up, buy it, play the campaign. It's amazing. Even my wife loves it, and my, it's my wife. So you need to be playing Imperial Assault. And uh, if Fantasy Flight Games is here, I'll take a check for that endorsement. <laughs> You've at, you, you deserve like a $3 royalty. You have just sold me on a game that I had no intention of playing. It's excellent. I, I'm, you don't live all that far away from me. I will like have to have somebody to play with. We can like Skype. Let's do it. <laughs> now, the one collecting company we haven't talked about, there's good reason that we haven't talked about them. There's not much to talk about when it comes to Hasbro right now. Who? <laughs> they are the, uh, you wouldn't know it, but the exclusive licensee of Star Wars action figures. What? <laughs> are they here? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to give them some props. They're part of the customization panel, the diorama workshop here. They are providing some support to Frank DiOrio and the diorama workshop. Have you guys been down to the diorama workshop and seen the work that they're doing down there? I mean, it is a great thing and a great experience and celebration to go down there. You can build part of this diorama and then you can be there at the feeding frenzy when people try to take part of that diorama home. And we've been supporters of it. We bought a lot of stuff to 
donate so that they have extra figures to customize. And I know they've been trying to get more relationships with Hasbro going over the years. Now Hasbro has combined their booth with the diorama workshop and I hope that goes forward when Hasbro has a booth. I mean right now it's really easy to say my booth is the diorama workshop. I think Andrew your booth is also the diorama workshop? Uh, yes absolutely. <laughs> but they did have one figure on display a prototype of the Ahsoka Tano from Rebels in a realistic style for the six inch black series line. It's a great figure. It really is a great figure. I wish there was more than one to talk about but it is a great figure. There's been one figure that we can talk about. I did interview Hasbro yesterday. I had a lot of questions from listeners, one of which was, should three and three quarter inch collectors be worried about articulation going forward? Because with the five POA, people are a little worried about, will the Force Awakens be only five points of articulation? I got a resounding no comment. They cannot talk about The Force Awakens at all, and they would not even say there is no reason to be concerned about articulation going forward, which does not mean there is reason to be concerned, but it does not put anyone's mind at ease. As far as any canceled figures, those will be getting out. Any canceled waves, they're just reassorting the waves. That uh, Princess Leia figure that was canceled, and a lot of people flew to Twitter and flew off the handle as people on Twitter tend to do it, they're just wanting to get the robe right they just want to make sure that the robe was the right goods, Lucasfilm looked at it and said this isn't right, so they sent it back they got the right material so that when the figure comes out it's going to be a better figure for the delay it was not a anti-Leia conspiracy anything like that as I look at the sighing Leia cosplayer in the audience <laughs> and they did say that the blacks, they hinted strongly that the Ahsoka Tano is a s indication that the Black Series six inch line will go f be going forward there, there w and that Ahsoka will not be the only Rebels figure to be in the Black Series and I hinted at this fall. So that means that we're not going to see a stop of all other figure types as The Force Awakens hits. There will be some other stuff. And, of course, with The Force Awakens, Toys R Us is here. Of course, everyone's favorite retailer. But announcing there will be Midnight Madness for The Force Awakens. You can actually enter to win a shopping spree at Midnight Madness. They won't tell us when it is. We talked to the Toys R Us reps. They're like, nah, fall? <laughs> Did they say it was a full Midnight Madness across the country, or it's a special VIP event, or did they comment? They didn't comment. I talked to them at length, and they assured me that the Times Square store is not closing, which I was worried about, but they, they would not say anything. They were kind of catchy. They didn't know anything other than there's going to be a Midnight Madness, at least at the Times Square location. Right. It's not just a one person gets to go in at midnight and walk out with a shopping cart. It was insinuated that they're looking at stores, plural, to have Midnight Madness events. I asked Hasbro about the Midnight Madness, trying to, you know, if they're advertising it, maybe they can talk about that. What they said is they're working with all the major retailers for launch events for these figures. I don't know if launch events means midnight launch, or if that means just displays and figures and, you know, a big store presence. But uh, when the Force does awaken, I think it will be pretty inescapable. We can just hope the first wave sells through.
I say that unironically because that's kind of been what's clogged Star Wars since the first waves of the Clone Wars figures back in 08 has been that first wave kind of hits and then doesn't sell and then we're stuck looking at them for a few years. Any, anyone need a Yarna? Can I get a first day of issue, please? Uh, yes, I know where you can get one on the peg still. It's actually the Times Square Toys R Us. Yes, it is. <laughs> but... Not a much going on in their booth. The figures that we're waiting on, a lot of the six-inch stuff, I mean, the Wampa and the Tauntaun look pretty amazing there. I will say I looked at that Emperor. I know the, the cape looks a little short on it when it's just standing out on its own, but being a guy that just kind of keeps it in the package or whatever, when it's actually in the package, that cape doesn't look as bad. Uh, I was kind of pleased with that. Uh, I wasn't too cracked up about the initial images I saw of the Wampa, but seeing it here in person did kind of change my mind. I do like it a little bit better now. I need that Wampa. I need (laughs) that Wampa. That Wampa needs you. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) This is getting weird. (laughs) How many do you need of that Wampa? Oh, just one. Okay, I didn't know if you were going to reenact the cut scene from Empire. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Oh, (laughs) look at the light bulbs. No comment. But maybe Andrew needs a rule of three because it's not like it's Bob the Wampa. It's just Wampa. No, no. Uh-oh, yeah, getting the I'm, getting, I'm, getting, getting, I'm getting the, the no signal from my wife. So, yeah, I think... You I didn't think, even get that on the Vader uh, Hot Toys quarter scale. So well, I think that, you're okay. No, that's, that's good. That means she's okay with me getting the quarter scale Vader, right? We have witnesses, right? Everybody? We'll have you all sign a document before you leave for Andrew. But, I mean, in addition to the exclusives, let's face it, I didn't get the R2 pop. I'll be able to get it online. I'll have to just pay through the nose for it. There's a lot of exclusives that you'd miss out, you can get later. But there's a lot of stuff here you will never be able to see again. And we are sitting in a room with 30 of the most extraordinarily exclusive collectibles ever. The Vader Case Project Charity Auction, where artists like Chris Trevis, Gus Lopez... Suck Lord, uh, Nathan Hamill, Mark Hamill's son. I'm aware it broke, okay. but it is hopefully going to be fixed before the end of the auction. Have all taken vintage Darth Vader cases and made extraordinary interpretations of them. Ryan Bees, who you do the Collecting Cosmos show with, did a dark helmet out of his. And have any of you bid yet? I have not. My my wife did. I think she. I think she unfortunately got outbid. I think she's debating on whether or not to up the bid again. But uh, I, uh, if I were to bet on one, it'd be the the one that looks like uh, the second Death Star. I think it looks incredible, and it's got some uh, the Fantasy Flight uh, miniatures. So it kind of hits one of my focuses. So now you you need it. I don't know if I if I need it, uh, especially if my wife wins another one. I don't know if my pocketbook needs it. I think the last time I checked that one, and it may have it probably has gone up. I believe it was five hundred last I checked. Yeah, I don't think I need it. <laughs> yes, I've bid on a couple of them. I think I've been outbid on them. Uh, I bid early, so was kind of expecting that. We'll kind of go back as it gets closer to the finish tomorrow. Now, the one that has been drawing the most money 
And the one, of course, that I would have liked but is so outside my price range it's not even funny is they're calling it the Hildebrandt Vader case. And that is an amazing paint job on there of the classic Star Wars poster on the case. That one was going for about 1000 the last time I checked. And all these go to the charity, correct? Yes. It goes to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I am going to be bidding before time is done. I'm kind of taking the uh, back step back. I mean, I'm, we're working in this room. I'm, I get time to live with them for four days and really get to know the helmets and figure out which helmet would fit our house the best and, you know, see where the bidding goes and then, you know, wait and bid tomorrow morning after they're... If it's outside my price range completely, then I, I might as well not even get my hopes up. I have a feeling that last hour, uh, 11 to noon tomorrow, is just going to be crazy in here with people just kind of standing there in front of the the uh, cases hoping nobody comes and outbids them. Yeah, Yeah. there's there's some here, though, that are still... I don't want to give the impression that those things are unaffordable. I just walked down the line a little while ago, and some of them were still just $60 or so. I mean, there's a chance at getting a remarkable piece of art, a one-of-a-kind item for less than $100. And, of course, the high bidder has to actually be here with cash to win. They can't put it on a credit card, so the second-place bidder still may have a chance as well. But that is an incredible thing, and I think that's just a great new addition. I know it has been such a success so far already. Beyond that, what did your items you're going to try to get for the rest of the convention. The one place I've not gotten yet, the autograph hall. I know tomorrow James Kahn, the author of Return of the Jedi, the original 1983 novelization, is here doing a signing. He hasn't done a signing of that, I think, since 1983. Uh, he, he actually was really hard to find. I interviewed him back in 2007, and he... Uh, uh, it turns out there are two Dr. James Cons, and we ended up talking to an emergency room doctor before finding the right <laughs> gentleman. And <laughs> I know Brock did a lot of footwork to find him back then, so I am looking forward to that. And beyond that, I think my shopping's done. I actually even got the Hallmark ornament and the Hallmark itty bitties, and those were kind of crazy hard to get as well. Andrew, you still looking out for anything on the floor? Uh, no, I think uh, my shopping is, has come to an end. Um, uh, the only thing that I am still yet to get is, uh, of course, that uh, exclusive Space Trooper, but that's just because it's on pre-order and it won't actually ship until the end of this year. So. Yes, let, let's, let's, I mean, you've, you've bought it. Oh, yeah, it's on, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, your shopping is right. done. Your receiving yes. department still has Correct. some invoy, inventorying to do. Yes. Uh, I'm going to hit the floor tomorrow, hopefully a little bit, to kind of see if maybe I can work with the uh, vendors a little bit more. I know the first couple of days you'd ask them, you know, just taking like $10, $5 off some things, and they were not budging at all. So uh, I think after the weekend, hopefully on Sunday, uh, I know it's sold out again on Sunday as far as the attendance goes, but hopefully there's going to be a, you know, a little bit more wheeling and dealing going on and, of course, hitting the swap meet tonight. Yeah, the swap meet tonight, I expect to be wall-to-wall people, and I don't even know what I want to buy tonight. It's like one of those things, you just know it when you see it. Well, you don't even know what's going to be there, Ernie. It's just a big surprise. Right, but you can, you know, like, for example, Daryl, I'm sure there's a couple carded figures that you have a, a list of 
that if you were to find, that would be something you'd be keeping your eye out for. Uh, yeah, I definitely came looking uh, at this celebration for that Lily Letty uh, Emperor. Uh, I hate to keep going back to it, but I mean, that's something I've had uh, a want on for about two years now. And I knew, you know, having it in Anaheim, being a little bit closer to Mexico where it was kind of made, having some more of those collectors that might have access to it, that it might be here. So, you know, kind of looked out for that. Um, maybe some Power of the Force uh, original vintage figures. Um, and, and you get those prototypes and, you know, card backs that you don't, you know, foreign card backs. This brings in a lot of foreign collectors, uh, UK, Europe, Australia, Germany, Italy, everywhere. Um, they come from South America, Argentina, you know, um, and it, it definitely gives you a big variety. And those guys that, you know, come that far, they can't bring a lot. So it's not like they're setting up a booth. They're, they're bringing it to these, uh, you know, room sales and, and the swap meet to actually kind of, you know, make some money off of that. And it's a really good place to find those items at. So, and we will thank you all for coming. We appreciate you being here and coming to the live podcast and hope you can come tonight for the swap meet. Again, this is, if, even if you buy nothing, even if you sell nothing, this is something to see. It is a, an event to experience and if my worst fears come true, it will make the crowds on the floors today look like nothing but a daydream. It's at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, we're going to be closing up this room early, pretty much right after this podcast, to rearrange this room. It's going to start in here, and we have the plans that it's going to go out into the hallway, all the way down the hallway, all into the collector panel room, and then back to the stage. So, and that will be all full of vintage and foreign and bootlegs and modern. And like I, it, not everything's really super expensive. I got, a, a, like I said, a Japanese Han and Carbonite diorama for $3. So you don't have to have a, a fortune to spend to get something you'll never see again. I mean, even if it's something just like a, a foreign bookmark. I think I bought a Japanese bookmark from Empire Strikes Back for like $3 at the last swap meet. Yeah, I picked up some card backs for like 2 $3 last night. I mean, there, you, you, the price ranges. Uh, I know there was some actual chromalins and proof cards from vintage that, you know, people thinking about like 4000 5000 for, um, but yeah, ranges in between anywhere. And remember, negotiation is your friend. Think of it like a Middle Eastern bazaar. The price is the asking price. And I mean, seriously, people are rolling out carpets and putting items down. It's the best comparative I can think of. It's going to be an experience like no other. Hope to see you all tonight. So thank you for coming, and we will see you later. Thank you for listening to Star Wars Action News. We hope you've enjoyed the show. You can be on the next episode of Star Wars Action News by calling our voicemail at 415-508-JEDI or sending an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at SWActionNews.com. All materials submitted are subject to use on our show. We want your feedback on Star Wars Action News. You can email us at show at SWActionNews.com or post your thoughts in the Star Wars Action News forums at SWActionNews.com, the most friendly forums on the web. You can also find Star Wars Action News on Facebook and Twitter. The links to our social media sites are at SWActionNews.com. You can see more videos and reviews by subscribing to the Star Wars Action News YouTube channel. You can find the link from our homepage. 
If you enjoyed the show, please post about Star Wars Action News on Facebook, Twitter, or your social media network of choice. Or just tell a friend about the show. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star written review on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at SWActionNews.com. If you also enjoy Marvel Comics, you can hear Arnie and Marjorie talk about the toys and statues based on Marvel Comics characters on the Marvelicious Toys podcast at MarveliciousToys.com. Star Wars Action News is created, produced, edited, and hosted by Marjorie and Arnie. Star Wars Action News podcast video enhancement by Andrew, Daryl, Josh, and Barrett. Star Wars Action News website designed by Jason. Photo editing by Jay. Graphic design by Chris. Associate produced and announcements by Brock. Segments hosted by Jerry, Jonathan, Brock, Nathan, and Steve. For more Star Wars collecting, please check out GalacticHunter.com, JediDefender.com, JediTempleArchives.com, and YakFace.com. And we thank those sites for their support of Star Wars Action News. Star Wars Action News is not affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. The show is created by Star Wars fans showing their love of Star Wars. Star Wars and all that the Star Wars universe contains is trademark and copyright Lucasfilm Limited, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, all rights reserved. Star Wars Action News is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Until next time, may the pegs be stocked and the force be with you. Star Wars Action News. Now this is podcasting.